Welcome back to Podcast 46 of 2023. I'm your host, Guillermo O'Neill. Follow me on Twitter, OBKF. Follow us at The Oddsbreakers. Follow us on social media, slash The Oddsbreakers. This episode is being brought to you by Betfred Sports. For $250 worth of free bets, please visit Betfred. Use the promo code ODDS23. Terms, conditions, and location apply. If you'd like to support The Oddsbreakers and benefit from our premium plays, please visit theoddsbreakers.com. Click shop and become a member. Pick any of our premium cappers to get their premium plays. Before the line moves, you can also support us on Patreon.com. And if nothing else, please visit the Housebreakers and become a free picks newsletter and Telegram subscriber. We also have a promo code going through the beginning of football season all the way through September 7th. Get 100 bucks off any football package, 50 bucks off any monthly premium capper package. It is football 2023 is the promo code. Pick any of our... Great cappers at the Osbreakers. I myself was up 39 units in the NFL for 2022 slash 2023. And if you have any questions, feel free to tweet us or message us at info at theoddsbreakers.com. More importantly today, this episode is our 500th episode here at theoddsbreakers.com. That is just the original podcast right here that I've been doing since 2017. We're in our seventh season, over six years of podcasting. Just uh, time really flies by and uh, lots of work has been put into it. And I'm proud of everything that everyone has accomplished here at the Odds Breakers. Uh, it's all because of you guys, our loyal listeners. I want to give you a huge thank you for being here and uh, thick and thin through many, many football seasons, many college basketball seasons. That's what I always focused in. Other cappers do other sports such as NBA and hockey, obviously. But uh, it's a real surreal moment being at the 500th episode. I mean, that's lots of recording time when your podcast averages a little bit over an hour per show. So uh, just very humbled and thankful for all of you guys out there that support us and all of you listeners that listen to us on a weekly basis. I want to give you guys a huge thanks for being there through thick and thin. And this also becomes a good time to announce that I'm going to release a discord, a public discord for everybody to chime in and talk to us, talk to each other, maybe share some information about something that maybe not a lot of people have about a game or uh, an injury or something or just ask questions to our cappers on our new Discord channel. If you look on the bottom of any post at the Odds Breakers, if you go under newsletter and hit free Discord chat, uh, you will be able to join our Discord, and we can kind of have a little community action where you can ask us questions about games, and if one of us cappers do not have a premium play on that game, we will answer your question, give you our line, and give you reasons to bet it or be against it. And hey, sometimes you guys turn me on to a good bet, you know? <laughs> I certainly can't get all the information myself on all these sports at one time. I try to focus on what I'm good at, but hey, uh, it's great to have a community. It's not like I'm the first person at Discord. I'm probably a little bit late to the game, but I figured, you know, this could be a good community type thing 
for uh, just good back and forth information sharing that uh, maybe we can give a little bit back if we have any knowledge in that game or you guys can enlighten us as well. So please join our Discord channel. Uh, like I said, go to theoddsbreakers.com, click newsletter, and uh, kind of a perfect time at our 500th episode to announce this. But anyways, we have a great show for you today, and it's an important show, a very important show, because preseason football is profitable. And the number one thing that you have to pay attention to is motivation, right? Motivation, motivation, motivation. And this is what this podcast is all about. Last year, I had a good article on NFL preseason coaching records for 2022. This year, I am doing the exact same thing. I am releasing another article on NFL coaching records. But first, before the article, I'm going to cover all the information right here on this podcast. So without further ado, let's get right into NFL preseason 2023. This segment was brought to you by AG1. Why take a bunch of different things when you can just mix one scoop of powder and water once a day? Every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food source ingredients of high quality that give me major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash oddsbreakers or click on our podcast episode description. All right, NFL preseason football 2023. Obviously, it's right around the corner, but you have to you have to remember the importance of approaching it the correct way. There are some things you should do, and there's things you shouldn't do. Things you shouldn't do first is bet teams by their overall strength. I mean, these teams all drafted players. They all had draft picks. Some had less draft picks, but they still have guys trying to make the team once again, even if they're on the team from 2022, and people from their actual practice squads that are also trying to make the team as well. So everyone's motivated under there, and we don't have any type of system to power rate the third string, right? Even the second string in many cases. So power has absolutely nothing to do with preseason football. You know, some of the best teams in the Super Bowl winners have lost all their preseason games. I think the, the Giants did that a few times. But anyways, the things that you also shouldn't do is go with a big narrative, right? By the time you get that information, the line is probably already moved. Maybe it was a quarterback announced out, you know. Maybe you assume the starting quarterback was going to start the first game and then he the coach decided to just rest them the whole game. There's all kinds of different things that factor in when it comes to that. So just do not foul steam and do not chase steam here in preseason football. You're going to notice these spreads are very tight. They're very small, right? Another thing you shouldn't do is fade new coaches. Sometimes new coaches just in general want to get the ball rolling with a win. They might try a little extra harder. Now, it obviously depends upon the motivation of the coach they're playing and of the team they're playing, but you do not just fade them because they're new to coaching in general. 
That is the wrong thing to do. Maybe week one you do that a little bit towards your handicap, but certainly not in preseason football. Last thing that I can think of offhand that you should not do is bet a lot of overs. Preseason football can go by pretty quickly. A lot of these plays are not even what they're going to play throughout the rest of the year. You know, they're not their main plays in their main playbook in many cases that they work on in practice. So, you know, keep that in mind that they can be very vanilla with their playbooks. And I should also add, if these teams play each other later in the season, then they're really going to be vanilla with their playbook and you should really look towards the under. Okay. Do not bet a lot of overs in preseason unless you see something is way off. So, you know, keep that in mind. Look to see if these teams play each other and that is a good tell to possibly bet the under and some things you should do. You have to look for motivation and what's motivation. Well, some coaches out there really want to win preseason games and they believe that winning is important no matter what the situation. And some coaches do not care about the preseason and rather sit back, stay healthy and wait until the regular season starts. Now, there's arguments for both sides. I honestly do not care <laughs> about the reasons that you could come up with for wanting to win and not wanting to win <clears throat> in the preseason. You could argue that for days. Um, I probably lean more towards the rest your guys and don't get them injured. <laughs> I certainly do, actually. But either way, there are coaches that will try to win. So that motivation starts right there. The next motivation is fighting for a starting quarterback position. You should look for that. That's all part of motivation, right? If it's two quarterbacks dueling it out because we do not have an exact starter, that's something to definitely factor in. Your talent level is going to be up. Now, even quarterbacks fighting for second string, that's going to be consistent throughout the whole preseason, right? So that's already factored in. But if it's two pretty good quarterbacks out there, Maybe it's like Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask are really fighting it out. I don't think Baker is completely assumed that he's going to get a starting position. That's something to pay attention to. Now, I don't know how good Kyle Trask is, but Baker's going to try to win. He, he, it's, he's not the greatest quarterback, but he does have a ton of experience. You know, Davis Mills isn't going to give up his job lightly to C.J. Stroud. He's going to be out there fighting, and now Case Keenum's in the mix, who's actually a very solid backup in my opinion. So you have that situation over there. These are certainly things that you got to consider when coming in. Motivation is the number one thing. And that's why I write this article and have this podcast discussing this topic in depth. Now, clearly there's been a lot of coaching changes, especially since the COVID year, you know, and I factor that in to rating these coaches and their motivation. To be honest with you, I can't really get a good read on a coach unless I get two seasons of football. It used to be eight games, but now two preseasons of football would be six games. You know, Some people still had games canceled in 2021 due to COVID when they got started. So you, know, you want a decent sample size. That's something to definitely factor in. But there's these graphs that I have and I have these spreadsheets that I will be publishing that shows you all the coaches in their wins and their winning percentage. Okay. That's very important. 
Coaches that want to win in preseason will play a lot of their good first, second, and third string players and determine if their lower tier players will make the team during OTAs and practice. They'll also stick to their playbook a little bit more, you know, they're not going to have so much fear of showing their hand because they just think formations have many alternatives, which is true too. Coaches that do not care about it will tend to play their worst players just to determine if they're going to make the team, want to see them in actual game state. Um, they're also going to throw out a bunch of new plays during the preseason, you know, plays that probably won't work, most of them. So you also have to keep that in mind. So some of the big changes that we lost was Cliff Kingsbury. He was 2-4 and four in the preseason. You know, it was worse last year when we lost a couple guys like Zimmer. But... Two and four, he was kind of trending towards that fake fade coach. So let's kind of hope that uh, Kingsbury lands somewhere else that we could uh, try to fade him a little bit in the future. But the most winning coaches right now are Mike Tomlin, 38 and 24 in the preseason at 61%. Uh, I wrote that I would make the playoffs if you counted the preseason. <laughs> That's what Tomlin says. Sean McDermott at 12 and 7. At 67%, I will not lose, is what he says. And the number one preseason coach of all time in John Harbaugh, 43-12. and 12. If you remember last year, he was 40-12. and 12. He won all three preseason games, 78%. Let's all get injured so we can heal up before the playoffs. That's what I wrote this year for him. So that's his – that's these – philosophies they these coaches want to win there's a few other ones out there i'll go over i'm gonna go over all the coaches and the records but some of the most losing coaches who help help us pay the bills and fades are now dan campbell at one and five six games is kind of where i start the sample size but still tread a little lightly but 17 percent lose more preseason to win more later brandon saley at one and five at 17 percent i'm secretly trying to win is what brand saley says and zach taylor and Matt four at three and seven, thirty uh, percent. Winning begins with losing, is what they say. So going through the coaches' records, uh, I'm going to release this article, so you don't necessarily have to take notes. But I do want to start this out. Jonathan Gannon for the Cardinals, no sample size at all. Arthur Smith, two and four. In the preseason, 33%. John Harbaugh, like I said, 43 and 12, 78%. Sean McDermott, 12 and 7, 63%. Likes to win. Frank Reich is 8 and 6, 57%. Lean towards winning. Matt Eberflus is 3 and 0 right now. The uh, Zach Taylor, 3 and 7 at 30%, as I mentioned. Kevin Stefanski is uh, 4 and 2, 67% from Cleveland. Mike McCarthy, 30 and 30, 50%, right on the dot. Sean Payton, 29-31, 48%. Dan Campbell, 1-5, 17%, as I mentioned. Matt LaFleur, 3-7 at 30%. Then D'Amico Ryans, 0, never coached. Shane Steichen from De Indianapolis, 0, never coached. Doug Peterson, 8-12, 40%, a little bit of a fade there. Andy Reid, 43-46 at 48%. Brandon Staley, 1-5 at 17%. Sean McVay, 7-11 at 39%. Josh, Josh McDaniel, 6-6. Six 50 percent mike mcdaniel two and one at 67 percent kevin o'connell zero and three at zero percent 
Bill Belichick's kind of a winner in preseason. 15-38 at 57%. Uh, Dennis Allen, 5 for 10. 33% for the New Orleans Saints. Ugh. Brian Dayball uh, is 5 and or sorry, Brian Dayball's 2 and 1. First year was last year. Uh, Robert Sala, 5 and 0. Oh. Man, he's really trending towards a beyond coach right there. Nick Sirianni, 1 for 4 at 20%. He's trending as a fake coach for Philly. Tom, Mike Tomlin, 38 and 24, 61% large sample size. You'll love that one to be on. Pete Carroll, 26 and 20, 57%. Kyle Shanahan, 10 and 8 at 56%. Ty Bull, 7 and 12 at 37%. Mike Vrabel, 6 and 8 at 43%. And Riverboat Ron, still at Washington, 21 and 20 at 51%. So, you know, when you're looking at these numbers, keep in mind, that it's not always perfect, but there's coaches that you definitely do not want to be on, and there's coaches that you also do not want to fade. If Baltimore is playing anybody with a quarterback controversy, I'm probably still going to be on Baltimore. Now, a lot of the question is, well, what's their ATS record? Well, I don't do ATS record because for the, the spreads are so close together. You could have got the minus two. You could have got a minus one. You could have got a plus two and a half. Winning is good enough for me. So this is more of a money line situation when you're betting preseason. You know, I also don't like losing by one. <laughs> you know, if I bet minus two, somehow I lose by one. And to be honest with you, the number lands on one and two a lot more frequently than it does in the regular season. And three is actually a little bit less. So keep that in mind for preseason football too. You want to bet money line, and that's part of the what you should be doing uh, coming in to the preseason. But there's more. Believe it or not, there's people that know a lot of this information, but I dig a little deeper here in this article, and I talk about what these coaches do by week. So I know there's four weeks before. I had to add the three and week two and three together and uh, come up with a total for the middle weeks. Eventually, I'll say week three, but I have week one, middle weeks, and final week for this. But it's real interesting in looking at this because – there's certain coaches that are amazing in the middle, but really bad or at the end or the beginning. Look at this, Sean Payton. He's 8-10 and 10 in week one. He's 18 for 10 on the middle weeks. And the final week, he's only 3-11. and 11. That's important information as well. If you look at John Harbaugh, 14-1 and one week one. Middle weeks twenty and six, but the last week he's nine and five. He's probably tried to win some of those games, but lost just based on the fact that he wanted, didn't want to push it too far. But Harbaugh is much better earlier in the preseason, even though he's still great <laughs> the final week at nine and five. Mike Tomlin is only really ten and eight in week one, but middle weeks he's eighteen and ten. Final week, he's nine and six. So, game two is certainly the one you really want to be keying in on Mike Tomlin based upon history itself. Now, you don't just use this completely. You look at what they're who they're playing, the situation they're in. But I rely heavily on this, and this is why last year I was profitable in the preseason myself. And I'll go over those numbers after the segment. As far as fade coaches on week one. You might want to fade some of these on week one, but not so sure 
about a little bit later in the preseason. Andy Reid is 11 and 14 on week one, but 22 and 21 in the middle weeks and 12 and 12 in the final week. So Andy Reid isn't as motivated according to these numbers with respect to his wins and losses on week one. Here's a big one. Doug Peterson, one and four week one, but five and four in the middle weeks and two and three in the final week. So there you go. This is an information that I used to have a successful preseason. I went 11 and four last year in the 2022 preseason, just mostly based upon coaching, motivation, quarterback situations. Okay. Those were probably my number one and number two things going into preseason football, but it's all in this article that's going to be coming out on Wednesday. I hope you got something out of this podcast and I hope it helps you win your NFL preseason football plays in 2023. (laughs) You know, I don't have any preseason plays just yet for you. Obviously, the Hall of Fame game is this week. Both coaches are pretty good during week one. Robert Sala, 2-0 during week one. Kevin Stefanski, 2-0 week one. Both winning coaches. Very low spread. The total is just come climbing down. These two teams do play each other on week 17, and that was part of the reason the total came crashing down. I mean, I think it's a little too early to be vanilla if it's way out in week 17. But it is what it is, and I do agree with the move. Total's now at like 31 and a half, and I considered it when it was at 33, but I, I decided not to. Um, kind of regret it a little bit. I probably should put a little something in it, but I'm still going to lean to the under at 31 and a half. Instead, I'm going to give you a different play. I'm going to fade Jim Ursay and the Colts for the whole 2023 season. I think there's a chance that the Colts have the worst record in football. Now, I know that they do have an easier schedule than the Cardinals, easier than the Bucks, maybe easier than the Packers and the Bears or any other teams that could be last this year. But the thing about them is that even if your schedule is easier, that doesn't mean you're still not one of the worst two teams in the whole NFL. And I have the Colts, one of the worst two teams in the NFL with the Arizona Cardinals. So you can get them to have the worst worst winning record, worst record in football, I should say, at 15-1 to 1 right now at FanDuel. And I'm taking that for one star. So basically, Ursay has already crapped all over himself on a live interview about Jonathan Taylor. Apps kind of insulting him, you know. And is the market saying $16 million for Jonathan Taylor? No, but that's not how you act. You know, you're the owner of the team. You do not go out in public. There's no win situation for you and do that. But he is just kind of an incompetent buffoon. And Zach Moss, their backup running back, just broke his forearm. So right after that happened... Moss breaks his forearm. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is the best player on this team, and he's probably going to play. I, I can't imagine he's not. I'd be scared 
draft him first in football and fantasy football. But man, I mean, this is a bad situation in my opinion. And their offensive line was terrible. Fifth worst in sack rate. Uh, their defense can't get to the quarterback. Shaq Leonard is always hurt and, and as their linebacker. They drafted Anthony Richardson, who's not even close to being ready in the NFL. They have a brand new coach. 15 to 1, you're gonna give me on the Colts. I am taking it. I am happy to take that and wipe the and just wait this thing out. And you know what? I thought about taking the Cardinals too. They're at like what three to one, two point five to one. Heck no. We're gonna go with the Colts to have the worst regular season record at 15 to 1 at FanDuel for one star. Last week, fucked around and got a triple double. Also wanted to let you know that I'm doing something this month a little special to anybody that wants to become a member and support myself and the oddsbreakers.com 75 bucks a month for life just go to premium subscribers and click on my monthly membership the ob1 and it is now at 75 bucks for life throughout the month of august so that's all my plays not just football not just baseball where i'm up about 15 or 16 units not ufc not just college football, it's everything. Every play I make, you will get before the line moves, and I am usually on the right side of the line moves, I would say at least 65 to 70% of the time. So if you are interested, please feel free to become a subscriber and help us out at the Ozbreakers. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to email us at info at theozbreakers.com. Have a great rest of your week, and go get some winners.